0: Welcome to your headquarters for knowledge and helpful advice on a variety of topics, all from trusted experts in their fields. It's time for River City Podcast. Brandon Hinton began his career with Henrico County as an entry-level budget analyst in 2003 within the Office of Management and Budget, otherwise known as OMB. He received progressive promotions to budget supervisor and was named director of the OMB in May of 2012. In July 2016, Mr. Hinton was appointed deputy county manager for community services. In February 2018, Mr. Hinton was named deputy county manager for administration. Currently, Hinton has direct responsibilities over the Department of General Services, Information Technology, Mental Health and Development Services, and the county manager's office support staff. Mr. Hinton earned his bachelor's degree in business administration from East Carolina University and his master of business administration from Virginia Commonwealth University. We're so excited to learn a little bit more today from Brandon Hinton. So hi, Brandon, and welcome to River City Podcast. Hey, good afternoon.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: So we are all sort of getting prepared to head to the ballots this November, and there's a new bond referendum on the ballot in Henrico County. And you're going to educate us a little bit about that, right?
1: That's the intent.
0: Okay. So I think some listeners might not even be aware of what a bond referendum actually is. Can you first just kind of give us the 411 on that?
1: Sure. A bond referendum is a fancy way of saying this is how Henrico County issues bonds to build big projects. Virginia law requires counties to go to a referendum, meaning that it requires a vote of the people before we issue what's called general obligation bonds, which is a fancy way of saying really cheap debt. Henrico is a triple AAA triple rated locality, meaning that it has the highest credit rating of uh, possible. We're only like 48 counties in the entire country that have wow. such a designation, over 3000 counties in the country one of 48. What that means, as we issue general obligation bonds, we issue them really cheaply, meaning we can build large infrastructure like Tucker High School, for example, the New Holland Springs High School, new libraries, Libby Mill Library, Tuckahoe Library, all the ones around us, and we can build them cheaply. So a bond referendum is Henrico's way of asking our citizens approval to move forward with building some large projects, large schools, large parks, and other facilities at the lowest possible cost.
0: Okay, that makes complete sense. Brandon, can you give us an overview of what the Henrico 2022 bond referendum is all about?
1: Sure. So, as you go to the ballot and vote, you're going to see four questions. Those four questions are associated with different categories of projects. You're going to see a schools question, you see a public safety question, you're going to see a recreation and parks question, and you're going to see a stormwater drainage question. If you add up all four questions, you're going to see these big dollar amounts and really fancy legal ease type questions. And that's why we're going out and educating people as much as we can, because they are complicated questions. But if you add up the totals, it's all about $511.4 million worth of infrastructure. So a really significant amount, two-thirds of that, going to schools. So over $340 million being allocated to either rebuilding older facilities or renovating older facilities, building a couple of new elementary schools across the county, and then building a new... what we call environmental living building, which is a really unique project that I'm sure we'll touch more on in a moment. So the projects are spread out across the county, north, south, east, west. There are really projects everywhere. Recreation and parks, for example, there's a $37 million question. You're going to see a park in Tuckahoe. You're going to see a park in Three Chops. You're going to see a park in Varina. And stormwater drainage, this is the first time we've had this question on the ballot since the early 1980s. It's a problem in Henrico. It's a really a county-wide issue where uh, if we have a moderate to severe rain, roads are washed out, backyards are flooded. Good governments try to get ahead of that and understand that I can tell you $50 million is a start, but it's a long ways from getting the problem fixed, but we have to start somewhere. And then the last question, again, public safety is about $84 million and it's focused heavily on fire projects, both firefighter safety, fire training. And really, just like we're doing with schools, we're rebuilding old facilities that were built before we had EMS services, before we understood fire science and fire safety, so cancer risk reductions and other safety amenities to keep our firefighters safe. That's essentially what the $511 million would go to pay for.
0: Everything that you just listed is under one yes or no. Four yes or no. Four yes or no. So
1: there's four individual questions, and each of those four are yes, no questions. And I'll tell you, that's entirely strategic. You go back decades in Henrico for bond referendum. This is our fourth one since 2000. You're going to find multiple questions on the ballot every year. And uh, that's our board of supervisors are demanding that because they feel it's the most democratic way to hold a bond referendum, but it's also the most transparent. Someone says, you know what? I support the school system. have kids in schools. I think this is an incredible investment. I'm going to vote yes. But recreation and parks, we don't spend time in your parks. I don't feel like this is a good investment for one reason or another. You have the opportunity to vote yes or no, or yes on a school question, no on the rec and parks question. Not all local governments do that you'll see referenda around the state actually in November that have lumped questions all questions into one large question and therefore you really don't have a choice you support schools but don't support other topics you have one choice a yes or no you have to support them all
0: so i just learned something now i know i'm going to be honest with you brandon when i've gone to the polls in the past i've seen the yes or no things and i'm just kind of like what mood am i am i'm really excited to get this explanation and i read something that was kind of interesting it was that A local unit of government that's planning to issue the bonds is responsible for conducting the election. That's correct. So explain that.
1: Sure. There's a large process, believe it or not, to get to referendum. It takes a vote of the school board to approve schools' projects. That gets passed along to the board of supervisors who has to approve those projects and other projects. And by approval, it's being approved to go to the courts. And the courts are the one, the circuit court specifically, is the one that actually gets the election going. They certify the election, and that's the final process. Once the circuit court certifies that we're going forward with a public election, then it's our job, as staff to educate people on what we're asking. That's the process essentially along the way. We've been talking about this bond referendum for three years now, so nothing in here is surprising. It takes a lot of effort to, $511 million is not a small amount of money. So there's been lots of meetings with our board, with the school board, developing that priority list. What do we need to come out now with? What are the necessary projects to move forward? And infrastructure is expensive. Yeah. A new elementary school costs $45 million. A new middle school, or rebuilding Quoxson Middle School, as you know, is an $89 million project by itself. So um, these projects are really, really expensive. If we tried to... Uh, to hoard cash, if you will. You can think about $89 million. It would take us five plus years just to have enough cash for that one school. Right. It's just like a mortgage. You know, a lot of people buy a house and not have the cash to buy a home. Same premise here. You take a loan out, you hope for a low interest rate and we command low interest rates. It's what we do in Henrico. We manage our debt very well. And then we build these big projects and we pay our bonds off over 20 years.
0: And how does it work? Uh, Something I heard about referendums, there's a distinction between being able to utilize funds this way versus the taxpayers. Everybody's, you know, what are my taxes being spent on? This doesn't affect taxes at all. Is that correct?
1: Yes, that's correct. So I talked earlier about how well we manage our debt. We have structured our debt. Every year we pay our debt off. We pay what we call debt service, and that drops how much debt we own every year. What we're doing is simply filling in some of those gaps. So if our principal amount goes down by $50 million this year, we're adding $50 million and filling that gap for other projects that we're building. There is no taxpayer implications on this whatsoever. We have planned ahead. We've been very conservative in our estimates. And we know for a fact that we can afford our payback of these bonds without a tax rate increase whatsoever.
0: So this referendum sounds like a pretty heavy investment into Henrico's schools. Why is that so important?
1: That's a great question. Believe it or not, it's, if you go around the county, it'll make sense. But over half of our schools in Henrico are older than 60 years old, which is a, a stat that means something to us, because as we finish off projects, meaning that we renovate them or replace them like Tucker High School for example. Then we go to the next list and then the next list. This bond referendum reflects the next list of older schools. We talk about hiring teachers and we talk about all the things that are very important to operating an effective school system. Facilities are also well up there. Schools that are 60 years old, uh, they don't have the technological capabilities that newer schools might have. They weren't built for the classroom sizes that they currently see. Uh, Some are campus style And I don't have to tell you what's out there as far as potential security issues when it comes to our school system these days. Campus style are not the most secure facilities. So addressing those security risks as well. But for a school system, schools are everything to a local government. If our school system slips. That means people leave our county to go to other jurisdictions. That means our jobs may go away. On the flip side, a thriving school system brings people to Henrico, makes people want to be here in certain destinations and communities, and then businesses follow. It's a long way of saying our school system thriving really is the basis for our success, not just now, but long-term. That's why you're seeing such a significant investment in schools, and quite frankly, it impacts everybody. You want to bring your family to Henrico because of the school system because of the parks, because of the many things that you can do, and people feel safe. and We're addressing the needs of all of those with this bond referendum. But that's why the significant investment in schools, it starts there, it ends there. And we've made significant investments, not just on the capital front, the infrastructure front, but also paying our teachers the most, trying to recruit the best and retain the best employees as well. But uh, schools are so critical to what we do as a locality.
0: Makes perfect sense. In an economy that is... As it is right now, it's nice to do whatever we can do to make this particular county thrive. You're not here to talk about this, but I think it's really interesting and it came up when I met you for the first time is how they're actually doing the build outs now. Where instead of the kids kind of being displaced, they actually leave them where they're at and build on the sport field and then flip it. Can you just speak to that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm not a school's expert by any stretch, but what we have learned over the years is as we build new facilities, kids are educated best in the classroom. In the classroom they're familiar with, not in learning cottages or trailers or whatever you want to call it. So Tucker High School is the prime example of that. It's quite difficult to do this because uh, it requires appropriate design, making sure there's plenty of space to build a new facility. But as we build them and we build them on the existing sports complexes or wherever there's available land, And keep the kids in the existing classroom until construction is built. It really helps with the educational opportunities. So the ballot question for schools includes four buildings that we're knocking down and replacing. For all four of those buildings, we're going to build and then scrape. And then we'll move the athletic fields and other facilities to the land where the school, the existing facility is on.
0: When people are considering this ballot, I think it is really helpful to know that because I know my daughter years ago, one of my kids, son, somebody at uh, one of the schools in Henrico was in the trailer for a couple of years. I might have been Ridge. I'm not sure. I think as parents, you don't really want your kids to be moved into that. So knowing that they wouldn't be displaced might be a reason for them to also vote yes because they don't have to worry about that.
1: So my son went to Pemberton Elementary School and they underwent a renovation, not a scrape and a rebuild, but during that renovation. They had to force classrooms, whole classrooms for multiple years into classroom trailers or learning cottages, I think they call them. It's a fancy way of saying it. And it is disruptive. It's hard for a teacher to teach 25 or more elementary school kids in a trailer and not have the classroom amenities available to them.
0: If this referendum passes in the fall and we move forward with that, I am assuming that three years from now, there's going to be a new list of schools that will be up for another referendum. Is that correct?
1: We already have that list, believe it or not. So we go through every year. We actually have a 10-year capital improvement plan that we work from. So we know the age of schools. We know which schools are the higher priority. The highest priority are on this bond referendum. And you bring up a good question. So should these questions pass? Schools question, for example, if it passes and we're able to knock this block of schools off, then we go to the next higher priorities and then we knock those off. Traditionally, we go to bond referendum every six to eight years. We oh, had, wow. we had four since 2000. We had a really rocky spot in there with the Great Recession. We were coming off a 2005 bond referendum and trying to finish up those projects. But historically, every six to eight years, we'll have one, which makes sense. We issue these bonds over six years, $511 million. That's the plan. If the economy falls off, you mentioned economy earlier, then maybe we skip a year or two just to be cognizant of where interest rates are or mm-hmm. um, if revenues are, are falling. We're always thinking about taxpayer dollars and how best to spend those. But yes, we have a game plan already for what that next bond referendum might look like should these questions pass six, eight years from now.
0: When we go to vote in November, we're going to see these four questions.
1: Those questions will absolutely be on the ballot. You'll have a congressional item as well, voting for a congressional candidate. And then you have those four questions and that's it. In fact, we're doing early voting now. Uh, Early voting is available at the Eastern Government Center and the Western Government Center. Starting next week, it'll also be at the Verona Library. So if you want to come in person, um, I've currently witnessed very few lines, which is actually a little troubling to me because uh, we want people to come out and vote. And if I can leave, start and end with a point, an emphatic point, please go vote. Whether you vote yes or vote no, that's entirely your decision. That's what makes the democratic process so beautiful. But exercise your right. Please go to the ballot and vote.
0: And bring your kids because it's such a great example for them. And it's powerful. I mean, I every time I bring my kids to the voting booth, I have tears in my eyes because it does make you remember where this all started and the idea that we all have a say. Sometimes we get a little jaded with some of the things going on in our country. But I mean, this is what it's all about. And change doesn't happen unless we all get out there. So Man, I
1: let my kids wear the I voted sticker all day.
0: Oh, yeah. You got to gotta the give the sticker to the kids. <laughs>
1: If anyone has or needs more information or wants more information, there's a website, henrico.us backslash bonds. Also, feel free to reach out to me directly. Uh, Again, Brandon Hinton, H-I-N at henrico.us. Please feel free anytime to send me a question.
0: Brandon, thanks for coming in today and educating us. I know I have definitely gotten an education and I hope to see everybody at the polls next month.
1: Thank you so much for the time.
0: Thanks for listening to River City Podcasts. If you're interested in setting up a podcast for your business, go to rivercityconsulting.com.